This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. The Cubby House is a show about two cub-identifying guys exploring the big and hairy issues in and around the bear community. This program is designed for a mature audience. It may contain adult themes, sex and drug references, and of course, coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to the Cubby House for the 25th of June, 2012. I'm Cookie. And I'm Kevin. And Kevin, did I just hear a little hint of not feeling so Shut well? Shut up, I'm, I'm sick. Leave me alone. You're suffering the bear flu. Don't make me lick you. Oh, please. I'd ask for that any other week except this one. You are listening to the Cubby House here on Joy 94.9. Thank you very much to Kiss My Arts for another wonderful week. And we are sorry to say, but this is our last show for a brief uh, couple of months. That's right. We managed to break out. What? Break out? Yeah, no. we, got, we slipped our leashes. Your leash, maybe. <laughs> uh, so, yes, this is our last show for the next couple of months, at least. Uh, so, really do enjoy our last show, as we are. <coughs> have to excuse me, I'm going to be coughing through the whole thing. Yes, we'll, we'll make sure we've got something to well and truly wet your lips and coat your throat. Do not, I, I knew you were going to do that. Just, just, no comments about lubricating my throat, please. Can we just skip that? Aww. Quiet, you. <laughs> we do have uh, a few regular listeners who are joining us in the studio this week. Well, you may have heard of Karen on previous shows. But we've got her partner, Chris, in as well. And we're going to be delving into a bit more about them later on in the show in what we call bisexual bareness. Yes, we've then got Steve Scalone, who won the Minimum Art Competition. Yes, congratulations to him. Yes, he will Big be. congratulations to him and his, you know, professional work. Um, we'll have him on a little bit later to have a chat with us about, you know, his winning piece, which is Masked, I believe. Yes, yes. It's uh, the cover of MCV this week. Correct. And on Kink Corner... I'll be exploring something that I've had a bit of an interest in in the last couple of months, butt plugs and the types of lube that you need to know that go with different types of toys. However. (laughs) I'm not touching that one. I know you wouldn't. It's not your style anyway. We've probably got another topic in mind, but we're going to leave that as a surprise towards the end of the show. We might even have another guest host as a surprise. Exactly. As a surprise to us. He just walked in the studio about 15 minutes ago and kind of went, you're coming in. Yes, you're, you're ours. <coughs> Excuse me. It's called the cough button, Kevin. Kyle, I can't reach the cough button fast enough. <laughs> but tonight, we are going to ask you something we ask every guest we've had on the past couple of months. We'd like to know your feedback to the question. You're going to do it right. I'm going to do it. You're yeah, going to do okay. it. What is the one most important piece of sex advice you would tell your virgin self? 
Want to have your say on the Cubby House project? Contact us through Facebook at facebook.com slash the Cubby House. The Cubby House project on Joy 94.9. And that's Maroon 5's new one, One More Nice, which I'm sure you're really hoping is not going to be how long that you suffer the bear flu. Oh, quite. Yeah. I'm <laughs> probably going to be stuck with this for a couple more days. Yeah. I've got the entire week off work and I plan to sleep through most of it. You lucky thing. Well... Someone else who is quite lucky is the two guests we've dragged into the show tonight. They've been regularly listening for at least the last 10 weeks, if not longer. We've spoken to one of them before over the phone, who you might recall her voice. Her name is Karen. Hello. Hello. Sorry. How, how close are you to the microphone? Well, it depends on whether or not I'm using the proper mic or not. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but it's, 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 it's Cookie. He wants you as close to his mic as he can get you. I can't believe how pedophile-like this sounds. That's so bad. My voice is just <laughs> awful tonight. Well, if I did that, it'll be uh, down my throat. <sighs> well, I doubt Cookie would complain. Right. Mm. <laughs> Wonderful. I don't think Chris would either. Well, That's right. We do have someone else in the studio. Yes, yes. yes someone who uh, we've dragged in is Karen's partner, Chris. How are you? I'm good. Wonderful. I wonder how good you're going to be after we give you these rapid-fire questions. Are you ready? No. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it's not that bad. I, I don't think we've actually killed anyone during these, have we? Not yet. We've had some scream from the studio. <laughs> yes. Mm. Not yeah, quite hospitalisation yet. Yes. yes. Well, I have knocked people off chairs, so... Yeah, that's that right. That was your fault. Yeah. If yes. For somebody who was listening, that was Chris. He's this man who's knocked a volunteer off the chair over the phone. <laughs> Can we do the same thing tonight? We'll find out. Starting with your age, sir. 34. Name one thing you miss about being a kid. Mm, better imagination. Okay. You're not creative enough as it is? I can be creative. just depends on the environment. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any hidden talents? Mm, nothing that comes directly to mind. What body part do you get caught staring at? Mm, well, it depends on if it's a guy or a girl, really. Guys, usually the package. Girls, usually the backside. Ooh, this might be a conversation we're going to get into a little bit more later, but... Ironic. How would your partner describe you in bed? Hmm. She never complains. <laughs> She's usually screaming for more. Bum tish. Lovely. <laughs> um, what is your current obsession? Current obsession? Exploring certain interesting a- aspects of life in the kink side. Excellent. Any any you know details to mm. actually fill I, in that question? I might actually hold those questions off to later in the show. All right, fine, do that. Yes, we shall. Where's the weirdest place you've had sex, though? Back of a fire truck with fire approaching, with hot, the rest of the truck full of people sleeping. Ooh. Uh, no, I've heard that one before. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> um, what's one thing you could not live without? Live without... Probably Karen. Okay. Aww. <laughs> okay, let's just say the romance drooling out of this yeah. one. <laughs> Do you prefer organisational chaos, my friend? I prefer organisational chaos. Seems Controlled chaos. Seems to be the current flow of that one. Do you have any phobias? Where do I start? Um, heights, enclosed spaces, water. My mother. 
her mother. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that's the same thing. The mother-in-law you're always supposed to be terrified of. Yes. Um, hold on. I've, 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 got, I've, got, I've got to go back. Rewind. Do we have a rewind noise? No, we don't. No. Okay. Well, let's pretend I've got the rewind noise going on. Uh, you're afraid of water? Yes. As in, describe how. As in, you can't even have a shower or a bath? I, I actually have to psych myself up to put my head un- under the shower. Interesting. Did you have to go be diagnosed for this, or is it just something you've always known? Just some, basically, as a child, I had ear infections. I've never been able to swim, yep. so it probably comes from that, the fact that I can't swim, so I'm afraid of going in water due to depth. And as I said, for some reason, I also can't put my head under the shower at times. Karen, have you taken you know the sphere of water to advantage at all? Have you got a little spray bottle of water that you, know, you just go, Bad Chris, bad Chris. Mm, no, but uh, it's got a whole lot of questions just raising <laughs> about other waters. Anyway, we'll get back onto that on another stage. Um, sexually, what melts your butter? Sexually, mind. The mind? So yes. Intellect? Intellect, yep. Okay. Then okay. I failed. No, you don't. You wake up in a prison cell. What most likely is the crime that you've committed? Hmm. Crime I've committed. Make it a good one. Fear evasion. Oh. Fear evasion. How quaint. I'm sorry. Can you actually go to jail for that? Uh, Well, uh, sorry, somebody who's a little bit more knowledgeable of that sector. You'll be able to tell us a bit more about that later. Yes, Mm. I'm sure. You're about to be sent to a deserted island and can only carry up to three non-electrical items. What are they? My family. Right. Karen's collar to keep her under control. (laughs) And a Winnebago Classic. Really? Wow. You're, you're stretching the boundaries of that. You, you think you can carry that? I could try. <laughs> All right. The final rapid-fire question I have for you. Do you often play as somebody's wingman? <laughs> yes, I do. In what? In how do you play that particular position? Hmm. Let's see. In the past, I've approached them in... Pl- in bars, and uh, he ends up taking them home. Wow, lovely. <laughs> so, you do go to bars. Yep. Could you describe the first time you went to a gay bar? Hmm. I was trying trying to remember which, which one it was, whether, whether it was DT's or The Exchange. But, yeah, both, both times I started things, and the other guy f- took them home. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, was this after you were already married? Ooh. To Karen, no. Yeah. Mm. Until previous marriage, perhaps. Mm, we find all the juicy stories. I know, yeah. but he's got this aura of mystery about him. I'm not happy with that. I'm going to have to exploit that a little bit further. As you have in the past. Oh, thank oh. you, please. <laughs> Let's not go into that. Lovely. You're in the Cubby House on Joy 94.9. And just before we do, I want to do a yes. special shout out to Rusty, who's just recovering from um, very painful surgery. Oh, yes. Rusty, here's a big hug and a woof to you. I hope you get better soon. That's from all of us here at the uh, the Cubby House.
there was a few things that we left out in the last conversation with Karen and Chris. How very ominous sounding. Bum, bum, bum. I know. I know. Now, one of them, well, you kind of added yourself when we spoke to you before, Karen. Yeah, I always do. Sorry. Yes, you always do. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know. Turn the mic on. Yeah, I know. No, he doesn't like anyone competing with him for mic time. (laughs) Yeah, all right, says you. Chris, did I just get an omission from you in the last segment that you are bisexual as well? That's a definite, yes. Okay. So, I suppose there has been a lot of biphobia, I know, from the gay community, but I'm assuming it's the same in the straight community, but what's the reaction you've had when you guys have actually let people know that you're bi? Well, uh, I recently outed myself to a straight friend and a gay friend, and both of them have now defriended me because of the sheer fact that I'm bisexual, I'm a fence-sitter. And the thing is, one of them is a lesbian, correct? Yeah, one of them's a lesbian, and she she full-on just doesn't want to know me on the grounds that, yeah, I can do guys just as much as I can do girls. Wow. Okay, and... Interesting. Did you have any uh, chance to debate or discuss this before she just up and left? No, she just basically said, no, sorry, I don't want to know you. Fuck off. Lovely. you know. In in those certain uncertain words. Thank you. And what about yourself, Chris? Have you come across that sort of reaction before? Definitely. Basically, it's gotten to the point where there's only certain people that I that are currently in my inner circle that actually do know that I'm bisexual. And how have they treated you knowing that knowledge? Some of them are back offish and some of them yeah, have just in- enclosed okay it's part of what he is. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for him and he I'm um, just treated like normal but other people yeah just now back off and sort of the the usual thing of backs to the walls and mm. okay stereotypical yeah right so obviously at the moment you guys are married and i'm assuming you've known you've been bisexual before you met correct yeah yes so what has been some of the concerns you've had when you've actually gone to approach people and your interest in sexual taste basically i keep it quiet um unless they out themselves and say that they're either gay lesbian bisexual transgender I usually keep my sexuality completely ziplocked. Do okay. not do not talk about it, you know. To to them I sound like I'm a monogamist. Just single, straight, whatever. All right. And as, as I said before, basically it's now now just a case of this is just select few in, in my circle that uh, actually do know who who I truly am. Mhm. And uh, I suppose Work would be one of the the cases where you obviously can't out yourself for professional reasons. But um, what about family and friends? Is there uh, concerns that you have with approaching them and and actually coming out to them for those reasons? I've never outed to my parents, uh, only on the grounds that uh, a few of their friends are actually gay and Mm -hmm. they think that there may be influence coming from them and that's why I am what I am. But then again, I've also found out that my parents are swingers. Okay. I have to ask, what do you plan to tell your children? Now, that one's an interesting one. um, Because we've seen when Cookie actually comes over 
our uh, 18 month old actually growls at him. So it's sort of hard to tell them That's now. That's a natural reaction to everyone when they first see Cookie. Trust me, there's nothing different about that. Thanks. <laughs> but basically, when they're a little bit older to understand and they're starting to question their sexuality, then maybe, yeah, I might come out to them or I may just stay hidden in the closet for a while until I'm actually ready to tell them. I mean, you've got quite a while to be comfortable with your own sexuality before you have to explain it to them. Yeah, well, it, it's sort of... It's more to the point of if I tell them, they may think that they may be that way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, no, you've, you've really got to actually experience it yourself or, as I said, test both boundaries. Because with me, I didn't know what I was. I had questions in my head saying, you know, well, am I this way? Am I that way? Am I both? And it wasn't until I actually experimented and found out what I was that I knew exactly what I was. So that's probably something very important you can pass on to your children then. Oh, yeah, I believe me, I will be. Be open and try. And I mean, yes, I am this, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to be this way. God knows my dad isn't gay. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think my... And here I am. I don't think my parents are gay. Ironically, both me and my my older sister's also gay as well. Hmm. She came out last year. Wonderful. Congratulations. But oh. it could be that your parents are closet people too. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Mental image there. No. No. No, no, no. But anyway, um, is there anything else that we'd like to ask this wonderful couple? I would, but I think we've run out of time to do it in this oh, section. We so we'll, we'll ask you a little bit later because uh, Karen's wearing a, a very interesting piece of apparatus, which I'm a, a bit curious because it's, it's quite new for her. It's not battery operated, I swear. Yes. No, the other one is. Yes. <laughs> You're in the Cubby House on Joy 94.9. Now, we have been asking you the question for the last show for a while for us. We'd like to know what sexual... No, what is the Thank one you. piece of sexual advice you would give your virgin self? Want to have your say on the Cubby House project? Contact us through Facebook at facebook.com slash the Cubby House. The Cubby House project on Joy 94.9. She's so mean as this woman is in this studio. She oh, keeps she picking is. on me. Oh, well, I like it because, you know, it gives my voice a bit of a rest. Uh-huh. Someone else who is picking on me just over the phone is our next guest, Steve Salone, who we all know as Bear Steve. Hello. Hello, Cookie. How are you doing? I'm all right. Now, you said I sound tired. What's that? Well, I'm guessing you have the bear flu along with Kevy. No, no, no. Excuse me? I'm, oh, I'm, excuse I'm me? Kevin. It's Kevin. <laughs> Vin? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I'll break out in coughing fits. We might, ah. start, we might start calling you Kevinny. <laughs> Bite me. Where? <laughs> now, All right. So we've got you on, Steve, because you won a little competition, you know, something something tiny, nothing, nothing big at all. Of course. Not that <laughs> other people here weren't trying to compete against you. <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> you happen to be the winner of this year's Minimum Art Competition for your beautiful photograph, Masked. Ah, yes, yes, I know. A bit of a um, bit of a surprise, actually. Very cool. And just before we go into that, just for people that don't know you as well as we do, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your skills? Ah, okay. Um, I'm a photographer, um, which also works with, or who also works with um, Photoshop and teaches Photoshop and software and all that type of stuff. But yeah, basically been in that industry for... Coming up to 20 years now. 
And what made you choose photography? Um, essentially, I wanted to get into cinematography, but I just didn't end up going down that path. So photography was the, the next best choice. And do you feel you can express something in this medium that you can't in, say, any others? Yes, absolutely. Um, especially now with the advent of digital and um, using software and, and things like that. Um, yeah, to, to basically express yourself more as a digital artist. That's right, because you're, you're, you're a professional photographer and you've probably <laughs> been in there from the days of analogue, haven't you? Yes, I have, yes. Very yeah. impressive. So, how have you been developing your skills in this art? So, any courses or, you know, extracurricular activities? Um, essentially, what I do do is um, just take photos of hairy men whenever I get a chance. Um, yeah, and it kind of goes on from there. Um, I have won a number of different other awards in my industry and that type of thing. But, um, yeah, it's not quite as fun as photographing hairy men. Yes, we know. You, you just like to get those shirts off, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just the shirts? Yeah. <laughs> Both of us coughing. Um, I, I, I remember going on a photo shoot with him and basically trying to go, put those shirts back on, put those shirts back on. <laughs> Now, Steve, do you feel that your art reflects you as a person? Oh, bit of a tough question. Not normally. Big hairy men, um, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, that part does. Um, yeah, no, not necessarily. Um, it, I guess it it um, personifies how I want to communicate what I'm thinking, mm. but it doesn't really reflect me, if that makes sense. What inspired you to create that beautiful um, winning piece of art in the first place? I'm sorry, repeat the question. What inspired you to actually create Masked? Ah, yes. Um, once again, it's, it just kind of happened. It, I didn't actually shoot um, for, for the actual art competition at all. Um, it was an image that I had already shot for... Um, for essentially a client and um yeah just kind of worked on it from there and it, it's fairly organic it just kind of happened well it is very beautiful it's currently the cover of the mcv if you haven't had a chance to go and have a look please go and grab a copy for yourself mm. um steve looking forward to the next year now that you've already got one award under your belt you know among the many others that you have is there anything specific you're aiming for this year um, well, there, there is the, the actual part of the prize, uh, which I did end up winning in terms of an exhibition at the Laird for Midsummer. Oh, very so, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, so I, I will be putting on my thinking cap. Um, and Can you give us any sneak ideas already about what, what that's going to involve? I'm not too sure yet, but I have <sighs> been thinking about body image. Interesting. Or, ha or hairy men, whichever one kind of works. Well, I'm sure there will be plenty of volunteers from the community. Yes, I'm kind of, doesn't that work hand in hand in some respects? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. No women allowed, unfortunately. Well, so, you never know. We should, we should try and get some hairy women involved as well. Well, that could work. <laughs> Karen, you do not have a hairy chest. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, Steve, thank you very much for coming on air with us. Once again, congratulations on an absolutely beautiful piece of art. Thank you. 
Hairy legs don't count, Karen. Um, and we will definitely have you on closer on to Midsummer again when, if we're back, if we're back on air. If not, we'll just you know. So what, what, what's, what's this we business? Well, <laughs> you know, Cookie might be back. I'm sure you'd love to come back and have a chat with Cookie, wouldn't you? I would. I would. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> Excellent, guys. Well, thank you for having me on again. Um, now, where can we actually find out more information about any of your work? Uh, yes. Um, I have a couple of websites. Um, I have a portrait website called bearsteve.com yeah. or my commercial website, which is Steve Scalone, S-C-A-L-O-N-E.com. Excellent. Thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. Have a wonderful night and don't forget warm honey and lemon. Oh, I know, I know. Thank you. You too. Thank <laughs> you. What, what is your name, Kevin? I'm going to hurt you, Cookie. It's definitely not Kevy. I'm just going to hurt you. Be careful what you're wearing. You never know what you're asking for here on the Kink Corner. And here on the Kink Corner tonight, we're exploring one of my newfound fetishes, butt plugging. Newfound. Newfound. Well, newfound. Rel- well, yes, actually. Are we calling something about 10 years old and newfound now? No, no, no. This is a fetish which I have actually changed what I normally do. I usually use dildos for those who really must know. Seriously, who really must know. But butt plugging is actually something of a a different tangent to that. It's the idea of you putting a butt plug in and leaving it. So it's a stamina thing as opposed to a constant rocking and rolling of anything else you use. Kevin, put those beady eyes away for five minutes. I'm just backing away from the mic and letting you dig this hole all of your own. Thanks, thanks. Now, as I said, it is based on stamina, and for those who are trying to learn, something like holding a butt plug in can be very difficult. So I went to uh, FetLife, uh, which is a website I've joined recently for fetish-interested people in the community and one of the boards that i actually saw was ways you can help keep it in a bit longer and they suggested these ways first of all you could use a leather body strap or other types of straps such as nylon or whatever else you could try a tight pair of underwear you can also try tightening your butt muscle and that's by squeezing your sphincter at different times during the day in a pattern of tight release tight release tight release And though, by doing this, that does not make you an instant born-again virgin. Now, the other one suggests as little lube as possible. Kevin? Again, I'm not touching this one (laughs) at all. Thanks. Uh, Now, more lube means less friction to keep it in, but too little means it'll absorb into the body quickly and get dried out and the plug gets painfully stuck there. I'm assuming it depends on the type of lube you use as well. That's right. That's what I'm going to go into in a few minutes. Now, the other one is to get a better shaped butt plug for an easier hold. So a slightly longer neck at the base is somewhat easier and more comfortable to hold for a period of time. Might I also recommend you do not try some of the suggestions that people have made. That's right. Do not do this. No. Super glue, crazy glue, layers of plaster gauze or a mallet. No, I'm not going to. Sorry, that's too easy. That is too easy. So it's like, no, don't try that at home, please. Now, as far as lubes go, there are different variations and brands that you can buy. The the four common 
styles are water-based silicon, hybrid of water and silicon, and oil-based. Now, water-based works well with all toys. It doesn't last too long and often needs to be reapplied for longer intent. Silicon is good for toys that are not silicon-based. Uh, it does last longer than water lube, and it needs water and soap to wash off the toys, just for cleaning purposes, for those who need to know. It is not dishwasher safe. No, that's another thing. Now, the reason it's not good with silicon toys is the silicon in the lube and the silicon material actually fight for one another and they end up melting each other. Um, now, the hybrid, which is a combination of silicon and, and water, are good for toys made of silicon because there's not enough silicon to actually cause a reaction. And again, it's the benefits of lasting longer with silicon, but having the benefits of water, it's easily washable, so forth and so on. Now, the one that people do need to know, which is available from some stores, is oil-based loops. And they're not ideal to use for many toys, as it degrades the material and quite often harder to wash off. This includes Crisco, gentlemen and ladies. Now, this is the, the lube that you use more ideal for fisting and for very heavy anal play. Yes, Kevin. Oh, did I did I say anything? Your eyes say enough. Oh, that's all I'm saying. So, no. if you are interested in getting into butt play, these are some of the things that please take into consideration. Yes. Now, I put this all in because there's a question we have been asking throughout this hour, and Kevin, if you could give your dulcet tones once more to the. What is the one piece of sexual advice you would give your virgin self? Want to have your say on The Cubby House Project? Contact us through Facebook at facebook.com slash The Cubby House. The Cubby House Project on Joy 94.9. Before we love you and leave you for three months, at least. But before we do that, I thought I'd give Kevin a bit of a horror. For some strange reason... We've been able to wrangle two rangers into the studio. Don't encourage them, please. What's, what's even more interesting is they're both wearing some form of collar. <sighs> it's just a pity they're not on a leash. That's all I have to say. I'm sure that could be easily arranged. I was going to say it's in the handbag. <laughs> well, see, she I'm looking at Chris and saying this. Why do you let her off her leash? She should be left somewhere where no, she's not bothering other people. That's how I fell pregnant. Oh, great. Wonderful. Just kind of keep letting these things out. Now, the other ranger, if you haven't been paying attention for the last three years, we've been bagging him out for that long. Welcome back, Jack. Oh, hello, Cookie. Hello, Kevin. It's nice to be here today. Sorry, who are you? I'm Jack. Don't you remember me? You've only been just ragging on me for the last half a year. I haven't been here, but... Sorry, who? Oh, well, I've come here to declare my aggressive takeover of the Cubby House project. I've left it to you two for six months, and look at what has become to the pro- what has happened to the program. I know, we've been, never been more popular. <laughs> what I was, would like to ask you both, seeing as you're both wearing collars, we've just recently realised that Chris is your master, Karen? Yes, Chris is my master. Who's your master? Uh, I couldn't say that he prefers not to be mentioned. But he's not local, though. No. Okay, and that's all I want to know. Thank you. Um, (laughs) What kind of questions is that, Cookie? Well, just establishing the fact he's not physically present. See what you've left me with, Jack? Yes. See? This is what I've had to put up with. That's amazing. Now, I would like you to, to ask you both in the last few minutes... How do you feel about being a slave, Jack? 
Well, I think it's more about the eroticism of surrender and release, that if you're submissive, that's what it's all about. And Karen? I just like to be punished. Oh, oh, you need a collar for that? Yes. Apparently so. Wonderful. Excellent. I'll uh, be talking to your master about some more later. Thank you very much. Could you make that not sound sleazy, please? No, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, is, is that all the time that I have? I mean, I've, I've been here for the entire show. I, I, I've been waiting six months to be here, and uh, this is it, like two minutes? Yeah, sorry. We've yeah, all right. You can get some more longer time. We've what, what, what do you want to say then? Okay, come on. What do you want to say? I, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, you've been off there for a while. <laughs> Yes, but yes. just a right amount of time. Joe. Yeah, apparently you don't have the uh, the essays you want to debacle on uh, the whole show. Thank Hold you. Hold on, I've got a question for quick, him. Quick, quick. It's not a quick at all. Jack, what was one thing that you got out of your volunteer time with the Cubby House and Joy 94.9? Ooh, I, so it's not radio thought anymore. No. But so you don't have to just rag on. Jack, just answer Jack. the question. All right, what I did enjoy about the Cubby House is actually it was a vehicle of expression. So uh, we were able to, had a, a topic each week which we need to focus on, so we were able to research it, consolidate an idea, and then share it with the entire community, which is really what this radio station is all about. Perfect. Thank you very much. You're in the Cubby House for the last few more minutes for the next three months at least i'm sorry that's we right we are taking some time some well-deserved time off yes yes even uh, bear steve could hear it in our voice i must admit now well, we've we done five seasons straight yes yes no thanks to uh, the other ranger in the room the other ranger in the room yes is that what i've been pro- demoted to i have a name well you weren't the intended guest host of tonight you just rocked up so. besides you don't have a name tonight uh, uh, uh. you can call me pup no no, that's not for us to call you. I will give you money. <laughs> <laughs> we have been asking you throughout the whole show, what's one piece of sex advice you'd give your virgin self? And I'm going to ask you, Chris, seeing as you've been patiently quiet in the, the studio for the last half an hour, what's one piece of sex advice you'd have given your virgin self? Don't, don't race into any partner. Just give it time and find the right person. That's a wonderful one, actually. Thank you very much. Um, we've had a few others through facebook.com forward slash the cubby house. Thank you. Mark says lots of lube. Simon says don't put sex on a pedestal. It's a fun part of life, but it's not the only part of life you should be enjoying. If a guy provides great sex, but it's otherwise annoying, he's still annoying. Yes. Um, Michael has wonderful ones. He won't really leave his wife. Ouch. Uh, Michael Second also says, don't fall for the first guy that kisses you. John says, don't let, don't, don't kiss, kiss the, the first, first guy, guy that, that falls, falls for you. you. <laughs> so, yes. And Stefano says, wait a few dates. Seriously. Thank you very much to everybody who's contributed to that discussion. And throughout the last five seasons of Joy. Thank you very much, Karen and well, Chris. Well, the Cubby House, not Joy. <laughs> it's only the Cubby House has been going for five seasons, not Joy. Joy. <laughs> Thank you for not only being newly found listeners, but regular listeners and now guest hosts for tonight. Thank you very much. That's fine. And I'd also just like to um, have a big shout out to Dean Beck, who has kind of taken us under his wing. Yes. Um, taught us a lot of bad habits. Um, He's really good at doing that. Yeah, he is. Business cards, resumes, it's all good. If it wasn't for him, I don't think I would be where I am today. So thank you very much, Dean. Yeah. 
Thank you to everybody who's been at Joy and who's also supported us throughout our six plus, no, sorry, three three years, five seasons on air. I know. We're only taking three months off. We're not disappearing altogether. I know. We are still going to be podcasting uh, throughout our time away. And you can still contact us through our usual means, which is contact at thecubbyhouse.net.au for email. Now, how many people actually use that email address? Jack, stop interrupting. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thecubbyhouse. And we still have our blog running, which is at thecubbyhouse.net.au. And make sure you go to the Facebook page because I noticed both Cookie and I lately are sharing a lot of stuff through there. Yes. So yes. just in case you missed it again, it was facebook.com slash thecubbyhouse. Thank you to everybody who's listened and we're off. This has been The Cubby House on Joy 94.9 for this season. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.